Let's get comfortable with being uncomfortable. I'm your host, Carly Kale. And this is Made Uncomfortable. Hey guys, welcome back to Growth Over Easy with Lily and Made Uncomfortable with Carly. We are joining up to bring you a episode about how to have uncomfortable conversations. But I just realized, Carly, we were going to do a meditation (laughs) before we started recording because both of us have been running around. Maybe we should just do a short meditation here. Okay. Do you want to leave? We can do it. Yeah. Doesn't matter. All right. Let's just, uh, I think that's good though, because we literally, I do feel a little like up here right now and we were frantically trying to figure some things out. We need to Um, be more grounded. So yeah, if you are listening and you want to take a, you know, a few seconds here to ground with us. So I just invite you to close your eyes and take a deep breath in through the nose and out through the mouth. We'll just do a couple of these at your pace. Today, we are just going to let our conversations flow freely. We are going to let our creativity flow freely. We are going to let whatever comes to us be present and brought up and we hope that throughout these conversations that we are having together and with all of you that we are helping to help each other grow which is growth over easy and then get you out of your comfort zone made uncomfortable i definitely feel more grounded i I feel way better (laughs) we did a couple of deep breaths yeah we did I feel way way better that we did that so you know that's just a little lesson to an extra little tidbit on this you know episode is like hey you got to take those moments even when things are you know you have deadlines or timelines or whatever it's like hey there's always that couple minutes where you can take a breath yeah there's always time to breathe and then Mm -hmm. you show up better you're not like we were frantic trying (laughs) to figure things out you're able to stop and ground. And Mm -hmm. that is actually one of the things we'll talk about when you're going to have an uncomfortable conversation with someone. Yes, absolutely. And, you know, I touched about uncomfortable conversations with people who are close to you on my first episode, because I feel like that's something that within the past couple years for me has been, been brought up a lot. And it really has been a huge thing for me personally to be able to create these boundaries and kind of just stick up for myself within what I need Mm -hmm. as an individual. Cause a lot of the times you and me are very similar where we're Enneagram sevens, right? We're cancers and we tend to take on a lot of other people's emotions. We tend to like want to make everybody else around us happy. They always call us the happy friends, right? But it's like, check on your happy friends. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Not okay. Check on your happy friends. But I think We really want to touch on this today because, yeah, as of recently and just in the past couple of years, a lot of these situations have been brought up for both of us where it's like, okay, you need to have these uncomfortable conversations. And it seems to be the hardest to have these conversations with the people who are closest to you. 
Absolutely. Because those are the people that can actually get to you and hurt your feelings and affect you. And I think both of us, we talked about being sevens and cancers. <laughs> we have big feelings, but we tend to run away from them mm-hmm. and avoid them. So mm-hmm. making ourselves go about the uncomfortable conversations, I've seen both of us grow a lot through that. Absolutely. Grow a lot. Yeah. And there's still plenty more uncomfortable conversations that we're going to have to have in our life. As we talked about earlier, there's still things that, you know, we, even if it's not going to be for somebody else, it's going to be for us. And that is kind of what it all comes down to is making sure that you are looking out for yourself first so that you can show up and be the best version for other people. Right. Like that's the whole point of having these conversations. Has there been an example that you want to bring up about, I mean, it doesn't have to, we don't, don't do names or anything, obviously, (laughs) but if there's anything like within a relationship for you, a lot of your focus on your podcast Mm -hmm. relationships within a friendship, significant other, anything for you. Yeah. And I won't go into specifics, but actually this week I found myself needing to have an uncomfortable conversation. And what made it so uncomfortable for me is that I was going to have to be vulnerable and Mm -hmm. share my feelings and admit where I was lacking, but also where I felt like my needs weren't getting met. Mm -hmm. And the first thing I did was get annoyed (laughs) (laughs) and act out that way. But then when I took a second to sit with it, I got really curious. And that's like kind of my first tip to you guys is to get curious about why you want to have this conversation and what's bothering you. Mm -hmm. And as I kept digging into like why these like things between me and my partner were bothering me, I realized they had nothing to do with him and everything to do with some other stuff going on in my life right now. And If I hadn't taken the time to be quiet and ground and get curious, it probably would have just turned into a big argument Mm -hmm. of me being like, why aren't you meeting my needs? Why aren't you here for me? When he wasn't doing, not doing any of those things, I just wasn't clear on what it was that I was upset about. And what you needed, right? From him. And I love that, like that you said, get curious because it is such a moment to really dig into yourself and be like, why do I feel this way? It's not on him. Mm -hmm. This has to be like coming from a place of what is going on inside of me that I feel my needs aren't being met, but it's because you didn't express what you needed from him. You know, and people can't read minds as much as we, we want to be able to. Absolutely not. Yeah. Like people can't read minds. So if you never express that to him, how is he going to know? Yeah. And that's hard because I mean, I say that all the time. I'm like, you know, your partner can't predict what you want. They can't figure it out unless you tell them. But even knowing that there's a part of me that's like, I just want you to show up the way I want you to show up without me having to tell you Mm -hmm. that I need you to show up. But that's so unfair. And that's our own ego getting in the way of thinking it's all about me and everyone's got to kind of take care of me. And you have to get clear and you have to be curious about what is it inside of you Mm -hmm. that's like this need is coming up. It's time for you to have an uncomfortable conversation with someone. Get curious about why you want to have this conversation. What is the root of this conversation? That way you can get really clear when you go to that person and ask for what you need. It's very concise and clear. It's not just this big, messy. Yeah. And I think, I mean, you've talked about this before too, but something I've done and you've done is we've written it out. We've written the conversation out to be like, 
these are the points I want to hit. And if you forget, you can reference them, you know, but it's like, it's so even therapeutic to just write that out. Cause immediately I know I felt better because it's like something that's weighing on you is just going to be bottled up until you release it. So writing it out is a form of release until you can actually get to that conversation. And sometimes it does take a little longer to be able to get to that conversation. But I think just like writing it out, being super clear, like you said, about what is it exactly that I want to say to them so that it doesn't get misconstrued either. You know, because you never want that person to feel like you don't want them to get defensive being like, I'm not trying to put this all on you. This is where I'm coming from. And this is what I need. But a lot of times people rush into those conversations and it becomes a kind of like butting heads like, well, what do you mean? I'm not doing this for you. And like you said, I can't read your mind. Like I, people mm-hmm. get upset that way. Yeah. And give yourself time mm-hmm. because again, we rush into those conversations and sometimes it'll be a really big deal and we just charge in because we want to get it off our chest. And I know mm-hmm. that feeling. It's like, oh, I just don't want the elephant in the room anymore. I want to say something. But if we're not really prepared and we don't really know what the root is for us, it's just going to get really messy and probably turn into a fight. Absolutely. And I mean, just recently coming from a personal experience of mine, having an uncomfortable conversation with some family members, it was, I knew going into it where they were coming from. And I knew going into it where I was coming from, but that didn't happen right away. I had to like sit with really, what was I feeling? Like, what were they doing and how was it making me feel? But from their perspective, they were thinking it was a good thing. You know what I mean? So you have to come from a place of just love and true honesty from both sides so that it doesn't turn into like a blame game and you don't get upset and you're not fighting with each other, right? Because it's like, this conversation is already hard enough. If you're going to turn it into a fight, it's going to be, it's going to be even harder. So I think, I mean, those are huge, huge points for me and you personally that tips that have helped us. Yeah. And what you said about knowing that they're coming from a different place, Mm -hmm. it's realizing that everybody has their own perspective, their own reality, the way they view the world. Mm -hmm. And it's, you know, dictated by their values and their beliefs. So they're not wrong if they disagree with you or they don't see your point. Exactly. So that's why having these conversations, it's all about seeking clarity. And you may come to an understanding or an agreement that isn't, you know, exactly what you thought it should be in the beginning, Mm -hmm. but being open, like to say, keep an active mind, like your mind's not so open that you're not thinking, but like you're actively looking for ways and challenging yourself and your beliefs Mm -hmm. and being open to other people's perspectives. Yeah. And in turn, that just opens those people up to what your view was, right? Without them knowing, without you never telling them, they're sitting there thinking, what do you mean? We've never, you know, we didn't know you're, we were making you feel that way or we didn't know you felt that way, but it's because I never expressed it or, you know, people don't express things. So it's like being able to then now they're open to how you're feeling. So that's in the back of their mind being like, oh my gosh, did I, if I say this is, this is how she's going to interpret it or he's going to interpret it. And I think that's huge. Yeah. No, I agree. So to recap this, if you're going to go into an uncomfortable conversation or when you're going to go into it, because it will, because you will, it will happen. Get curious first, mm-hmm. quiet with yourself and get really clear on what it is that you need to bring up. And then I would say be unattached to the outcome. Mm, yes. I have done this so many times where 
I have like a pretty little wrapped up gift of what I want to say to this person. And then in my head, I have the reaction that I think they should have. Mm -hmm. And then they don't react the way I wanted them to. And it throws off all the work I did in the beginning to get curious and get clear because I was so attached to them having a certain reaction to me. Absolutely. Or you were so attached to them going to be on your side Mm -hmm. afterwards or thinking the way you think. Yeah. That's not what happens. Most of the time, it's like a compromise, which I think is beautiful. I think compromises in any relationship is how relationships thrive Mm -hmm. because we are all so different. But yeah, you have to release the attachment to the outcome of it being exactly how you wanted it to be and it being more of a now we understand each other instead of I'm right. It's like we are both right in different ways. Yeah, you're you know? seeking understanding. You're seeking not you're not trying to win. If you're exactly. going into it because you want to win or pull someone, persuade someone to come over to your side of mm-hmm. thinking, probably not going to go well for you. Right. And that's not the whole point of having the conversation. <laughs> exactly. yeah, yeah. You don't want it to be that way. You want to become an understanding. And I think you know what's going to be really helpful for us, Lily, is we should, you know, at the end of this, we'll make a little card that gives those four points on it. Yeah, we'll put that it in the show can, notes. We can put it in the show notes and we can put it, we'll make a graphic or something and share it with, with our audience because I think those are super important points. I agree. Yeah. You will see this on Instagram. You will see it. We are going to create it. We're going to create a beautiful graphic. (laughs) Okay, Carly, that's if we are the one starting the uncomfortable conversation. Mm. We've all been there where Mm -hmm. you've been on the receiving side where someone has decided they need to say something to you. Mm -hmm. How should we, not should we... We're not going to shit on you people. Should. Shit on you people. (laughs) Shit on you people and shit on you people. Oh my gosh, I'm dying. What are some ways we can go about responding and receiving? Hmm. I mean, this is a really good question. And I feel, or a really good like topic, because I feel like this has been really hard for me as well to be on the receiving end, because most of the time I really, in the past, have gotten defensive because that's a, like we talked about earlier, it's a protective method of being like, oh, I don't understand why this person thinks I'm being this way or whatever. But I think what would be really helpful and what has been helpful for me is to actually sit there and listen to someone and try to understand where they're coming from their point of view. Because even though I might feel like I wasn't doing that to them, it's the same, vice versa. Like what I said with my conversation was like, my family didn't know that they're making me feel this way. Maybe I didn't know that I was making this person feel this way. So that's another time where I have to sit with that without being defensive and really take in what that person's saying. It's almost like listening to understand instead of listening to respond. Absolutely. That's been a big thing for me is like, I want to be present and listen to what you have to say instead of listening to how I can defend myself. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you can ask for more time to process. Like, don't be afraid to say, hey, I need a couple of minutes or a couple of days. Yeah. Yeah. A few days from now, like, I really want to think about what you've said. I don't want to just go with my initial reaction, which is going to be to defend and deflect Mm -hmm. because we're human. If someone you feel like someone's coming at you, you're going to put your hands up. Exactly. So it's okay to ask for that time. And it's also okay to ask clarifying questions. I was like, just going to say questions. Yeah. yeah. Like ask those open-ended questions or summarize what they said and be like, could you explain this more? Like help me understand where you're coming from. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And that's why I think is important too, that you said the time, because 
you will not, I guarantee you will not feel that calm at the start of it. But if you give yourself that time, like you said, and it's okay to go back and be like, even if it's a day later, be like, hey, can you just clarify what exactly did I do in this certain situation that made you feel that way? Then you can sit with that too. And if you need a little bit longer, you need a bit longer. But a lot of times, like you said, our rush reaction doesn't always handle things the best way. (laughs) No, and like, again, it's uncomfortable. Like I always say there's no good and bad emotions. There's comfortable and uncomfortable feelings. Mm -hmm. And it's going to feel uncomfortable if you feel like someone's getting on to you or calling Mm -hmm. you out for something. Mm -hmm. So sit with it. Like you will not die from feeling these uncomfortable emotions. You can get through this. It's okay Mm -hmm. for us to feel things like shame, guilt, sadness, all these things may come up. Now we're not going to camp out and live there for the rest of our lives, but just allow those emotions to come. Absolutely. And I think another important thing on this side is again, releasing the attachment to the outcome, because when you have this conversation with people, say it's a friend and you two just can't come to a certain agreement on this, sometimes it's okay if those friends fall away. You know what I mean? Like, it's okay if your paths no longer continue to go in the same direction. You know, it's like, wish each other well. At least you had this conversation. You know, that person addressed you, you addressed them. But just knowing that whatever that outcome is too, it's okay whatever way it goes. Because sometimes people just don't mesh anymore, right? Or wherever we are in our growth process too. And I think that's another like key thing is the outcome. Oh, absolutely. And it's funny you mentioned that because I saw um, one of those quote cards on Instagram recently and it was talking about how when relationships end, we always say like Mm. it was a failure. Mm -hmm. And whether it's romantic or platonic, it's not necessarily a failure, right? Like sometimes the way relationships end like can be devastating. (laughs) But- Sometimes relationships just, they fall away. Like you guys were there for, you know, a reason, a season or a lifetime. Mm -hmm. And it might not be a lifetime relationship and that's okay. So yeah, being unattached to the outcome. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And, and I like, even to this day, I think of in my life, you know, there's been friendships and relationships that have fallen away. And I look back now and I actually like smile and I think of that person in such a way, a better way than I would probably today if we would have tried to stick it out, you know what I mean? Or like try to force a friendship or whatever, because I would have animosity or it would be kind of, it just wouldn't feel right. But now I can look back at the moments and the times that I've had with those people with just a positive light and be like, wow, you know, we had an amazing time, but like you said, it was for a season, a reason, and we may no longer be, you know, together or in that friendship. So it all happens for a reason. <laughs> exactly. What do we have next? <laughs> You're looking at me. Like, what do we have? I'm trying next? to glance over at Carly's um, notes because she made notes. Yes. Okay. Well. Well. Do you want to recap the like coming from that perspective? Yes. So, yeah. like we said before, with you know, if you're the one having the conversation, get curious, get mm-hmm. clear, be unattached to the outcome. If you're the one receiving it, sit and listen. Mm-hmm. Ask for more time if you need to but try not to respond right away. Again, Mm -hmm. this is where you get to go get curious about like maybe everything this person is saying to you is not true, but maybe some of it is. Mm -hmm. So looking for the truth in what they're saying, trying Mm -hmm. to find that common ground. Yeah, because it's an opportunity for growth for yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then you can also, it's the same steps, get clear on your response to them Mm -hmm. after you've taken the time to really marinate in what they have to say. Yes. And again, be unattached to the outcome. Mm -hmm. Don't decide 
the right way for them to respond to you or the right way for you to respond to them. Exactly. I love that. I think we nailed it. Lily. I know. Solving the world's problems. Solving the world's problems. But no, I think, I mean, seriously, this has been such an important topic in our lives. And I think it's one that a lot of people struggle with. And so I think even us just giving this little tidbit of advice is going to be really helpful for people. And I hope it is. Yeah. But I want to just really quickly, because this is our little shared podcast episode, I want to give Lily just a chance to kind of talk about this project she's been working on and a little course that she made and is going through right now. So if you want to just chit chat about that. Thank you. Yeah. So I just started my first round of creating conscious connections. And it's all about building deep intimacy within relationships, whether romantic or platonic. Mm. And the first part of the course is all about you. It's digging down deep into your childhood, your adaptive child, past traumas, all the things that happened to you that have shaped you and who you are, your desires, your needs. And then we make our way into how to communicate with others, Mm -hmm. how to have uncomfortable conversations. Mm -hmm. And I'm really excited about it. I will open up another round first of the year. So if you're interested, hit me up at Lily Rachel's. Yes, (laughs) everywhere. Yeah, I was going to say, that's Um, where they can find you. Yeah, that and Growth Over Easy podcast, which Mm -hmm. you're listening to right now, or you're listening to Made Uncomfortable right now. (laughs) But that's where you can find me, and that's what I'm doing. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I love it, because, I mean, I'm so proud of you, and I know we've talked about it for years. Like, we both have just wanted something to call our own, wanted to create something, wanted to help other people, and I really do feel like we're both on this path of just doing things that make us uncomfortable and really a growth mindset, you know? So it's funny. I just thought about this too, before we did the episode is like growth over easy and made uncomfortable. It's so similar, but it's so different. And that's why I was really, really just excited for us to do this like cross promo episode, because I'm like, I feel like every time we do something uncomfortable, we grow. And then every time we grow, it's something Something either made us uncomfortable or, or we, are we were forced. Yeah, we are making ourselves. Yeah. Well, speaking of that, Carly, yeah. can you tell the audience what you're doing? Yeah. So, you know, made uncomfortable for me was just kind of, I wanted to create a movement. I wanted to create a movement of people, but I want to lead by example. So made uncomfortable is all about just like pushing yourself beyond your comfort zone to experience the magic of life. TM. Um, exactly. But it's, it's more than that. It's more like I want to go through all these experience, situations, conversations, everything that makes us uncomfortable in order to really learn from it and figure out how we can like thrive through all these different things. And so what I'm kind of working on right now, like I said, is leading by example. I'm trying to do uncomfortable challenges for myself and I've been sharing those on my social medias. I am going to be doing like short little episodes. The one I just had was um, the Spartan race that I did last minute. And guys, Carly just (laughs) did the Spartan race. (laughs) She didn't train for it. Nope. (laughs) She just did it. Nope. It was a, yep, on a whim. Don't listen to the episode. Yeah, made uncomfortable for sure. I got beat up, but there was blood. There was blood. But I made it. And I honestly, the takeaways that I learned from that, it's you can't find that in a book and you can't find that. You know what I mean? You have to experience these things. It's life experience. It's 
talk conversations like this. It's just really being there to experience it yourself. And that's kind of what I want to do. So yeah, if you have any challenges for me, I am going to be like the little guinea pig, but I also want to create some events and things in town too, that we can all do together that make us uncomfortable and we can grow together. But yeah, so that's just fun fact. So if you have any um, challenges you'd like to see me do, or if you want to participate in anything, just stay tuned stay up to date. If you want to be a part of the community, you can send me your email. I am made uncomfortable on Instagram and made uncomfortable at gmail.com. You can email me or CK underscore Bootsy is my personal as well. So yeah, we're definitely learning how to grow together. That's the whole point of it. So I just thought of something that would be so fun. We should do like a made uncomfortable camping trip. Let's do it. We should. Let's do it. Let's do a camping trip. And we can have Greg lead it. Greg, you're now leading the camping trip. I hope you're listening to this episode. I just offer him up for everything. Oh, yeah. That would be fun. Mm -hmm. Coming this fall. Coming this fall. Ooh, let's do it. All right. Or this spring. Or this spring. That might give us more time. Yeah. All right. Anyways, that was just Um, a side note. Yeah. Anyways. But also, I was going to say, me and you need to do, Lily and I, stay tuned because we're going to do a friend challenge. I don't know what it's going to be yet. But I'm going to call her up, and we're going to do something uncomfortable together. We both love adrenaline rushes, so I yeah. think it's... <laughs> it's Although it has to be something that makes us uncomfortable, so I don't I know. know. Well, that's yeah. what I mean. But still, even in those moments, you still get a little uncomfortable. Yes, you know what I mean? Absolutely. So, yeah, I'm excited. But kind of how I want to end this episode, which I think is great for both of us to be together... So at the end of my episodes, I want people to send in like uncomfortable confessions. And we did have a few that I think pertain to what we're talking about right now. So we're just going to read these off. They can be anonymous or people have given me like their first name and what state they're from. And then Lily and I are just going to kind of give a little advice on what we think they should do or how they could handle it. Right. So this first one is Stacy from North Carolina. She said, I've been seeing this guy for a little over a month and I want to ask him where he sees this relationship going. I don't want to be the girl that says, what are we too soon? But I also don't want to waste my time. When is the right time to talk about this? The first thing I would say is the right time to ask another person where their head's at in a, like about a relationship with you is when you wonder. Mm. And I know there's a lot of like dating coaches and, you know, the how to get the guy, how to get the girl people that are like, no, you got to play the game. Yeah. But my theory is I don't want to be in a relationship with someone that I can't ask a simple question like that to. Right. Absolutely. I agree 100%. I think whenever you're getting those feelings, like you said, and you're wondering or whatever, but you just have to be honest with yourself. It's like if you have those stronger feelings and you want to know if that person does too, it's going to be extremely uncomfortable Mm -hmm. because what are, what are we afraid of? Rejection. We're afraid of getting ghosted. We're afraid of no response. We're afraid of just being vulnerable with someone. Right. And that's where the insecurities start bottling up. And that's why we don't ask. And a lot of people get into these situationships. I've been guilty of it too. But like you get in these situationships because neither one is coming forward and saying what they actually want. And there's usually one who wants a little bit more like our friend Stacy here. So Stacy, our advice is just to be open and vulnerable. And if that's what you want, you just have to be honest with what you want and see where he's at because that's the only way you're going to get your answer and be honest with yourself too in how the person is showing up for you right now because sometimes as like women especially I feel like we get in our heads and Mm -hmm. we start nitpicking everything 
So first I would say be curious Mm -hmm. with yourself about how is he showing up now? Mm -hmm. And then ask the question and Mm. be unattached to the outcome. I was going to say Because if you want more Mm -hmm. and he doesn't, Mm -hmm. the sooner you know, the better. Exactly. And the sooner you can move forward and find somebody who is looking for what you are looking for. Absolutely. You know? But again, you will never know until you ask. And maybe he's feeling those same insecurities as well. So ask the question. Again, get clear about what you want. Have these uncomfortable conversations. Yes, get clear and say what you Mm -hmm. want. So often people will be like, they'll ask the question, but they won't say like, I want more Mm because they're just waiting. So ask for what you want. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. And it is going to be scary and it's going to feel, you know, it's going to be hard, but it's going to be worth it. I promise. So, all right, Stacy. Okay, so we have one from Mike from Indiana. I saw the red flags in my partner early on, but I didn't say anything because I was invested. That really ended up biting me in the ass in the end. Oh, Mike. I like the confession style, though. He just, yeah. like, put it out he there. He put it out there. He didn't ask a question, but we're, gonna, we're still going to help you out because, I mean, we, this is what it is. It's a confession. That's what we're here for. But Mike, 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 Mike. <laughs> Mike, you said you saw the red flags in the beginning. Mm. And I'm not getting on to you for that because we all do this, right? Yeah. We all see. I saw, I saw another funny meme. It was like, didn't you see the red flag? It's like, I thought it was a carnival. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Been there. But we fall in love with the potential of people all the time. Mm-hmm. So I think the lesson is in the next relationship, because you can't go back, is don't add any potential to the person you're talking to Mm -hmm. it's hard but I always say like look at them like they will be the same person in 10 years which yes they will change hopefully they will grow yes but like when you're making a decision and you're seeing those red flags letting go of that potential and maybe or what if Mm -hmm. can be really helpful yeah it really can and I also think trying to kind of see how big is that red flag? You know what I mean? Because there's little red flags and there's big red flags, right? So it's like looking at it from your perspective, what you want and everything in your life, what kind of person you are. Is that a big red flag that you're seeing right away? And taking note of that. But also if it's smaller red flags, I used to like have this rule too, where it was like three strikes, you're out. You know, if it's like smaller red flags, because it's like people can make mistakes, people can do things, right? And you can't just shove everybody off because they make a mistake. But it's if they do those things, like if there's three of them, you're like, okay, this is no longer a mistake. This is a pattern. And so that's when you kind of take the note of being like, all right, this isn't what I'm looking for. This isn't the kind of person I want to be with. Then I need to move forward. You know what I mean? Yeah. And if you're attracting someone that has these same red mm-hmm. flags, kind of like people will say, you know, I always attract emotionally unavailable men <laughs> or I always... Me. <laughs> it's time it's to me. do the inner work. It's me. Yeah, yeah exactly. Because there's a reason mm-hmm. that's you're attracting those red flags. So, and again, if you take ownership of that, exactly. you have the power to change that. You can't change other people. Right. But you can change yourself. And you can look at why are those people you're attracting? Is it because in turn, those are things that you are dealing with? You know, exactly. So you got to do the inner work. But I think, Mike, just going forward, like we said, you kind of take notes of those red flags that you saw in this person and make sure that you're not repeating that in the next person. And, and really, if you are, ask yourself why. Exactly. And if you are, yeah, ask yourself why. You might need to look inside yeah that was awesome i'm glad we did this that was our that was my first little uncomfortable confessions on a podcast so thank you stacy and mike for writing in if you want to write in please do 
I love like helping people out, give each other some advice. I mean, we're not experts on this by any means, but we've lived a solid life. So we've gone through all these experiences. And I'm guessing you can send those to at Made Uncomfortable, yes. the Instagram. Yes. Shoot a slide into Carly's DMs Slide over in there. my DMs, please. Yeah, you can send them there or the email, whatever works for you. But yeah, this was way better than could have ever imagined. Well, good. I'm glad we did this. Yeah, me too. I hope we helped you guys out. If you have an uncomfortable conversation Mm -hmm. you need to have, do it. Mm -hmm. Get curious, get clear, be unattached to the outcome, Mm -hmm. and then just do it. In the words of Nike. Exactly. Just do it. Be brave because it is extremely, extremely difficult. And, you know, it's hard to get through them sometimes. But But it's like any muscle. The more Mm -hmm. you work it it will get more, not easy, but it will be more second nature to you. You'll Absolutely. understand how to go about it. Absolutely. A hundred percent. Okay. Well, we are going to sign off here and we'll see you on the next one. Remember Lily growth over easy Carly made uncomfortable. And do you have a little sign off that you do? No, I'm just going to let you guys yeah. go. See you next week. See you next week. And I'll see you on the other side of your comfort zone. Bye. Made uncomfortable.